Good morning, everybody, and welcome to this Tuesday, the 13th day in December of 2022. I'm your host, Michael Kimmett, bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through this, your Tuesday. We're going to get started with some research about air-gapped networks. Air-gapped networks are critical for a lot of reasons. For example, an electric power company doesn't want the same level of access from the external world to its distribution of power that it might for people who need to, say, pay your bill. By separating these systems and putting the actual cyber component of electric power distribution in its own contained specialized network without access to the internet helps protect it. That's called air gapping. There's a gap literally supposedly of air. Now, what's interesting is that there's been a number of research entities throughout the years that have found flaws or ways to penetrate an air gapped network. And latest research is called COVIDbit. Now, COVIDbit operates on the premise that an insider can get malware into this air-gapped network. Usually they would have to install a USB drive since there's no internet access. But there are some other ways to do malware installation on air-gapped networks. USB drive or insider being the easiest to achieve. Now this latest research though shows that such malware could, once on a system in an air-gapped network, cause computers to operate at certain frequencies which would make the power supplies emanate very specific fluctuations in electromagnetic energy. And if there is a device within 6.5 feet, which can be a cell phone, a Raspberry Pi, a laptop, those detections of that electromagnetic frequency can be decoded into data, meaning that air gap networks could be leaking data if they're infected with this COVID bit, as it's called, malware. Why this matters to the average person is because uh, cybersecurity researchers and architecture teams strive to use air gap networks to help keep the things that make you safe, like electric power, uh, like hospital elements, uh, data elements, very safe. But research shows that uh, that necessity is real because Criminals could employ these techniques if they conduct their own research, which we know nation states are able to do, holding those assets at risk. So again, it might sound great, oh, it's an air gap network, it's safe, but just be aware you really need to consider the possibility that someone could be using COVIDbit to steal data from your air gapped network. We're going to move on from air gap networks to ransomware. Ransomware continues to be a problem for many entities across the globe. And the latest victim is a company that manages Antwerp's IT system. The city of Antwerp suffered a ransomware attack last week, which has crippled the city's email and phone services with lots of things like libraries, job applications, and other services still unavailable. And a few days later, we now know that the ransomware was Play, which is a ransomware group that does double extortion. Double extortion is simply when a ransomware group steals data first, and if in the case of Antwerp, they decide not to pay the initial ransom for encrypting or holding their assets hostage, they'll say, hey, well, then we're going to leak all this data. And they did steal 
over 550 gigabytes of data, including the personal details of citizens, such as their financial documents, their passports, and other elements that could be used to harm them with fraud and other cyber crimes. So, Ransomware continues to be a problem. If you live in Antwerp, what you need to know is that you are uh, probably not having the same level of government services you're used to. And uh, for those of you who aren't in Antwerp thinking, oh, but this couldn't happen to me, well, it very well could be if you don't pay attention to your cyber security. One piece of technology that ransomware operators have begun to abuse when they target large organizations is VMware ESXi. Now, VMware ESXi is a technology used to turn one server in a room into computers, plural, for their users. Users can connect virtually and have virtual machines that they can operate on to do their work. It's a fantastic piece of technology, but researchers at Juniper Networks have now found that there's a new backdoor found on many VMware ESXi servers. And it is in Python, and it allows threat uh, actors to go back to those VMware ESXi servers later, meaning they can evade detection. So um, it's not clear exactly how this new uh, Python backdoor was installed on these VMware ESXi servers, but there is a belief that it was abused using unpatched flaws, CVE 2019-5544, and CVE 2020-3992. In short, there's backdoors found on some VMware servers. This could be prevented by patching that technology. And if it's not, it means cybercriminals could come back, and we know that not all cybercriminals operate ransomware, but many ransomware operators are abusing this technology. So they'll probably try to buy access to that backdoor, meaning that if you don't patch your VMware ESXi, you could be looking at a very bad day in the future. In the interim, what you can do is navigate to Juniper Networks. They have some great mitigation strategies, some details for you to look up to see if you might have this backdoor. We're going to end today with Twitter. Twitter is uh, facing some pretty harsh accusations about whether or not it actually fixed a security flaw and whether or not it actually leaked data on its users again. In 2021, there was a scrape of Twitter data that resulted as a follow-on of its API, which was flawed. API is Application Programming Interface. It's used by programs and people to get data to and from large things like Twitter without having to log in every single time they want to do it. It's a fantastic technology, and it was flawed and abused, leading to millions of members of Twitter's data, including their private phone numbers and email addresses, being stolen. And that's very bad because, especially for celebrities, for example, or politicians, it means they could be targeted with follow-on attacks. Now, in January 2022, uh, Twitter says that they acknowledged this breach and that they fixed it. Yet, in July of 2022, all that data went up for sale. Well, in September and November of 2022, the, Twitter confirmed that this vulnerability uh, is, in fact, what allowed for that August data leak to occur. Now, 
What's interesting here is that the data all seems the same as the 2021 leak, but researchers, particularly at Bleeping Computer, which is a fantastic resource on all things cyber, uh, they're claiming that some of the data may actually be a different set. So there's going to be more to follow because Twitter really has to explain exactly what sequence led to this potential second data set, which can include other users' email addresses, personal phone numbers, etc. And if you're thinking, hey, that doesn't matter, well, what if you started getting phone calls of people trying to scam you, saying that you were, say, under arrest, unless you called the FBI and provided your other personal data, like social security number? Or what if you suddenly had loans taken out in your name and you had to pay them? These are very real consequences of these data breaches and leaks. And so when you are online, whether it's with a bank, whether it's with Twitter, just be aware that there are risks. And in this case, Twitter is going to have to be accountable for exactly how it fixed and exactly how potentially more user data was leaked. That'll do it for me today. Thank you all so very much. Have a fantastic and outstanding Tuesday. You're almost halfway through your week. So stay safe, stay strong, stay healthy, and we'll see you then. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's tip of the cap goes to a runner from Indiana State. Shamari Rogers Walton is getting a sincere tip of the cap for sweeping the triple and long jump at the Blue Demon Holiday Invite, setting the meet record for triple jump, leading his team and university to 13 event wins, dominating the track and field scene at this event. So to you... Uh, Rogers Walton, a sincere tip of the cap for your dedication to your body, to your teammate, and exemplifying athletic prowess. And please keep on jumping.